In this week's episode, we're saying goodbye to Halloween forever! Okay, not really. But the day has passed and all the decorations are gone from the parks. Next up, Christmas! The World of Disney Store was officially open to much fanfare, surprise guests, and even controversy. Mickey's 90th birthday special is coming up, and I'm questioning why we should even care. Not the face! Not the face! Also, last-minute Halloween fat time with Diggs, Star Wars Marathon at Walt Disney World, new characters coming to DCA, and more on this chaotic episode of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mouse Pyre, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. Did you just explode? Uh, maybe. Hey, we are back in better than ever, and guess what? It's spooky time. That's scary. By the time you hear this, nobody will care about Halloween anymore. No, because we told you it was over like three weeks ago. (laughs) So yeah, uh, Halloween came and gone, and uh, well, we'll talk about what's coming up next in a little bit. But hey, yeah... uh, Halloween time in the parks. I just wanted to say real quick that I went to the parks on Monday to experience more of the Halloween uh, atmosphere there before it's all gone and something else moves in. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Some big fat guy was red suit. Um, but not red the pirate. No. Okay, but we'll get to that. In, yeah, not yet. We'll get to that later. But yeah, I went over there and uh, hey, guess what? I got to go on Monsters After Dark. Yes, I went on it. Yeah, cool. I was like, you know, that was one of that the, was lucky guess. That was yeah. <laughs> that was one of the goals. Uh, one of the goals was to try some treats, and the other one was to get on Monsters After Dark. So I finally got in, got on it. When I got to the park, I went on the app to get my. Uh, fast pass so i was happy that i did that and i got to ride it for the very first time because we talked about it last that last year i couldn't go because you know i was in the hospital so yeah i got to go on it It was pretty cool i just i still love the high def tv they have that big old widescreen tv they have that big high def just is like wow can i watch some football on there oh my god that'd be cool that'd be yeah or star wars or something or Yes, that'd be so cool. So it was pretty cool. It was a cool storyline with all the monsters coming after you and you're trying to find monsters. You're trying to save baby Groot or find them or whatever you're trying to do. And I thought it was pretty cool because everyone who's been on there, of course, you guys know what's going on. But in the regular 
uh, Mission Breakout, they uh, you go into the little prep room and you see a rocket on top and he's telling you he needs you to help him and blah, 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 blah. Well, on this one, he comes up and he says, why are you still here? <laughs> so it's a kind of like a continuation. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. So, yeah, I liked it. It was pretty cool. I'm glad I got to go on it because uh, it's gone now. Bye. So exactly, bye. So Halloween's over. And uh, I hope you guys had a fun Halloween time in the parks. And uh, hope you uh, had a good time out there with your kids. If you have kids trick-or-treating, like Dan the mailman uh, is probably out there trick-or-treating and taking his kids' candy. <laughs> That's the fee. When you're a parent and you go have to take your kids out trick-or-treating, you uh, charge them candy. You say, okay, I'm going to check your candy to make sure there's no razor blades. <laughs> and you take the good candies, right? Is that the way you do it, Dan, the man? I, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. But, yeah, it was pretty cool in the parks. And um, before we get to, uh, I got some fat time to talk about. But it's not really going to mean anything because uh, Halloween's over. But before we get to that fat time, um, uh, the, what was it last weekend? We or what we told you last week that the official grand reopening of World of Disney and Downtown Disney was going to happen on Friday, which was really cool because I didn't know this was happening. But hey, they actually had some Musketeers there. Did you see that? No, like we, some real ones. Yes, yes, like older. Yes, yes, from the sixties or fifties. I'm what? sorry, the fifties. Yeah, what? Yes, because you know they have the Mickey Mouse Club clothing line. Oh, right. Yeah, the one that we heard was sold out already. Yes, yes. So, yeah, they uh, actually had uh, four of the original Mouseketeers there, which was really cool. I don't remember which ones they were right now offhand. I know one of them was Bobby. I think one was Sharon. Sharon! No, not Ozzy Sharon. Yeah, I, I don't remember the other ones right now offhand. I showed it. The picture to my mom and uh she right away knew who was who so yeah they had them there and they were right in front of the musketeer recloli line which was really cool i didn't i kind of wish that was that was going to happen or that i knew that was going to happen but i think something else took away from that the fact that the herald what was it the the bedazzled bedazzled <laughs> the- bedazzled diamond collection they're called the diamond collection variants of Disney Funko Pops. Uh, most of the time, those variants are in Hot Topic. Like, usually they'll have the, the variants of, like, the princesses and stuff at Hot Topic. That's where I've seen them before. I mean, I, mean, I collect some exclusive pops, but I, don't usually, I usually ignore them because, as I said, they're basically just glittered, shiny versions of regular pops. They're just variants. There was no need for all this chaos. So Harold uh, created some chaos when. Uh, well, <laughs> let's uh, let's. Uh, okay, not it's not Harold's fault. It's not. It's Harold. not Harold's no, fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Harold. In fact, there'll be no surprise as to whose fault it was because they are a uh, usual foil of ours. So we uh, had a uh, basically Disneyland today sent out information. And via Twitter and... Um, probably like Wednesday, I think. Tuesday or Wednesday or yeah, something. Saying that they were going to release this Funko Pop and limit two per guest. So on that Thursday night, I saw someone posting that uh, people were already lining up in downtown Disney, uh, like 
not actually on property, but on like in the parking lot, like we used to do for the pins. And um, people were already lining up. People who were uh, in line knew they were only going to get two, so they were prepared. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing when the store opened, the so-called management team of the World of Disney Store decided to change it to a limit of ten per person. Now think about that. Now you got people in front of you who are grabbing 10, 10, 10, 10, when you thought they were just going to grab two. And, yeah, if you were in the end of the line, uh, you were not going to be guaranteed one. Now, we heard that there were two type of wristbands given out. Was that right? Yeah, I'm still kind of cloudy on what the original purpose of the wristbands were. But what the wristbands ended up denoting was anybody with the first color wristband, they were guaranteed... 10 per person until those wristbands were gone. And then the second batch of wristbands ended up getting a guarantee of five per person. And then if those had lasted, it would have went back to 10, (laughs) but it didn't get through the second batch. From what I hear, it didn't get through the second batch of wristbands because our correspondent, Tim happened to be there. And well, he was one of the ones with the second wristband and he didn't get squirreled. He didn't get anything. Uh, he will be on at a later date to tell the whole story and uh, in Tim's own unique way, ranting way. And uh, but we'll have an episode when we can denote like uh, thirty minutes just for that. So um, I guess there was some type of communication problem because, like I said, the Disney, the the down. What do you call it? The World of Disney management team said ten. Uh, Disneyland today set two, and all this mix-up happened. There was a lot of guests who were not happy about that, and um, Anthony was showing me uh, some of the uh, Twitter responses, commenting, and there was one that actually posted a video of a cast member out there saying, today is not about a Funko release, it's about the opening of the store. And I thought that was funny. She's trying to divert the the problem that they, they cause and say, well, it's not about this. It's about the store being open. I thought that was funny. And then Disneyland Today pulled a, uh, you know, Disneyland Today pulled a uh, dirty. And they at some point, they deleted the original tweet saying that there was a limit of two. And then... Anybody that was trying to call them out, well, not anybody, certain people that tried, tried calling, out, calling them out actually got direct messages back on Twitter saying, hi, purchase limits are subject to change without notice. We understand your concern and we'll be passing along your feedback to the proper team. So keywords there, subject, purchase limits subject to change without notice. So in other words, Design Today is, is deflecting blame by saying that they could change from a limit of two to limit of 10 uh, virtually on a dime, however they want, whenever they want, which to me basically says that I will never stand in line for anything ever again with without knowing that I'm going to get something because if they're going to be pulling this kind of shit, that's a complete turn. When you start to do the math of the difference between allowing one person to take 10 and allowing one person to take two, now granted, everybody's not taking 10, granted that. But when you allow that happen, 
even if everybody's taking more than, as long as everybody's taking more than three or whatever, it, either way, if you want to do the math there, there's a substantial turnaround on how that affects people. And it's like, because then when on the day of Herald, after everything had happened, they posted, Disneyland Today posted an advertisement for the uh, the Pirate Red pop, which was going to be due to come out the next day. And in that one, they just said, what was it, just uh, purchase limits apply. And they didn't say anything. And then that was the comment, that was the post that they did where everybody started telling their stories about what, what happened with uh, Harold that day. And it was just, it was a mess. The uh, management, everybody was telling the management that it was supposed to be a limit of two, but they didn't want to listen. They had no interest in changing. I guess their only way of finally caving in was doing the five per person when it got to the second wristband. Now, I think that Disney management team, whatever, in the store, I'm pretty sure they did this on purpose. I think that they knew they were going to have a ton of people out there wanting to get these. So I personally think that they said, you know what, we're going to put the limit at 10 so we can hurry up and get rid of these and get rid of the people in line. Well, because they're probably, first of all, none of them were probably happy that they scheduled a Funko pop release on the same day as the grand opening because that was two things for them not to worry about. Right. I don't know whose fault that was, but it was clearly not the management of the store itself. So, I don't know. I mean, we had known even before that I think that that pop was going to come out. I think they had already announced previously that that pop was going to come out that day. I don't know why they didn't just wait. And I don't know why they did the back-to-back days of the Herald on Friday and then the Red on Saturday. I don't know if they thought because it was technically a re-release that it wasn't going to get crazy. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they thought. I don't know. Now, as far as Red goes, I didn't see any chaos with Red. Though Red was released over in Disneyana. Where else was it released? At the at the World... Was it at the Gallery? Too? I don't remember. But I know that Disneyana had tons of them. I saw a picture of a whole bunch in the safe. So I didn't see any chaos with red. I didn't see any lines for red. And, you know, I was there yesterday. I didn't actually go and check because that's one thing I forgot. I wish I would have checked to see if there was any red left. But I think there is. I don't know. But there's no chaos for red just for Harold. Like I said, I think that they actually did this on purpose to try to hurry up and sell them out so they wouldn't have to deal with all the the, the line there. I think that a lot, uh, I saw a lot, I've seen a lot of comments uh, that were uh, promoting the Red Pop previous to it coming out, and there were a lot of people that were continuing their uh, their displeasure with the changes of the ride to the Pop, where that has really nothing to do with it. You know, just like the people that will are like, oh, I won't go to my picture taken with red because I don't agree with the changes in the ride. They have nothing to do with each other. It's just a character. It's just a pirate that, that, is, a, that is a woman. Why don't you get your picture taken? Quit being a child about it. Same with the pop. I mean, that's fine. More for everybody else, I guess. That way you don't have problems like you had with the Herald with, the, with that one. But I know that there were people that were saying, oh, I'm not going to get that. I'll be skipping that one since they don't have the original redhead. Uh, just a note real fast that there were actually five uh, musketeers. Oh, okay. Five. There were actually five musketeers. Not musketeers. Not musketeers. Uh, it was actually it was Sharon, 
Bobby Burgess, Tommy Cole, Cubby, and Sherry. Okay. Yeah, see, I knew the two two of them that were there. That's pretty cool. I wish, uh, I kind of wish I would have known, but then again, you know, it was early, and I'm not an early riser, so I probably still wouldn't have gone. But, you know, I did see a few of them at uh, D23 the last time, so that was cool. But, yeah, all this uh, chaos and everything going on, it was just crazy. I didn't know anything about it until later, way later in the day. And uh, I was like, after Anthony was talking about it, then, uh, oh, because he got a message from Tim or a call from Tim, and Tim wasn't happy about it. So I started looking and checking it out and see what was going on. I was like, wow, it's it's just crazy. And, yeah, now it gets to the point, because we talked about it last week or whatever, two weeks ago, with the Hatbox Ghost Tiki Mug, you know, and, and, and the lines for that. And now you have those, the line for this is just making it just crazy and not, you know, making us not want, wanting to go and wait in line to get something. You know, when we're waiting in line overnight to get those uh, 60th, you know, anniversary pins, it was cool. It was fun. We knew we were going to get the pin. We knew, hey, we were there at a certain time. We knew there was so-called 2,000 pins available, and we knew, hey, we're going to get it. We're here. I mean, granted, we waited a while. Well, still, but we knew we got our wristbands, and we knew we, we had until 1 o'clock right. to I go mean, grab the a first, pin. The, the, guy was, the first couple times with that was kind of a mess. The first time, hardly anybody showed up and right. just got it right from the stand. You didn't even have to wait in line or nothing. You just showed up in the morning and got it. Uh, the second time, there was, kind of, there was a messed line, and they kind of had to do some crowd control. By what was the third time, that's when they had moved the line over there by the pickup, the taxi pickup, and they had a whole system where, you know, you got in line, we got in line by, like, what, 12.30, 1 a.m., they handed out wristbands, like, what, 6, 7 in the morning? Right, yeah. Just, like, I don't understand why they're not learning from their own past things that, why aren't they doing all these things the same way? It's like, they know people are going to come line up, why aren't they getting it ready you know, ahead of time. I don't think they want to pay the cast members to, to be there all night long. That's what it was, you know, because when we were there, cast members are lining up and giving, telling these people to go, you know, telling us, okay, you're going to line up here in this row. And then they, you know, there's, you know, lining up the rows. I don't think they want to do that anymore and have to pay the cast members to be there all night long. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen anymore with all these limited release things. And all I know is that I'm not doing any. Pretty sure you're not going to do any. I'm not It'd have to be something it. that you would like super, super want to want to stand in line for yes. all the amount of time that some of these things are requiring. Now, speaking of lines, there was a line yesterday that I stood in to get a Nightmare Before Christmas 25th anniversary button. Yeah, but at least you're also getting in on a ride That's with that my one. Point. So. That was my point, okay, because we were, at first we were, you know, we, we I heard about this button being given out. I had no idea it was happening. So uh, we talked to some person. They said, oh, yeah, you can just go over there and grab it. Oh, cool, you know. But then we found out, no, you have to wait in line for it. The line said it was 80 minutes long. And I was like, well, we're here. Let's go grab it. But then we were like, wait a minute. We don't want to be waiting in line. And then they're already, you know, already out of them. So they weren't giving them out in the front when you walked into the gate. And so we're trying to figure out where they're giving them out at and basically – Basically, they were giving them out like after you pass the fast pass guy who's waiting looking for your fast pass, and then 
right before you turn the corner to go inside. They're giving them out there. So we saw the people. Uh, well, okay, cool. They have them. They they had tons. So I was like, you know what? I, I'm waiting forever for this, but at least I'm not waiting 80 minutes to get a button and then I'm leaving. You know, at least I do get to go on the ride and and you know enjoy that. So it wasn't that bad uh, of a wait. You know, it it, it kind of uh, it, it kind of killed me a little bit because my uh, my my sciatic nerve was bugging me and. But besides that, I got my button and I was happy. And then I noticed that they took out, they uh, had that fast pass area. I don't know if, if you've been in the Haunted Mansion queue in the back since they had the fast pass in there. In the back? You know, well, you know, usually we go on the Haunted Mansion, we just go into the front and we're in there right. at night. But when they have the queue in the back, you know, when you got to go through all the lines and everything. Uh-huh. Well, they had the fast pass. When you you walk up to the you know the gate, you scan your fast pass and you go in, right? Oh, it's over there. Well, no, I'm telling you, right at the gate. You, oh, right. They, they check your fast pass. Yes. But then you got to go through the queue and oh, you got to okay. scan it again. Oh, okay. They took those out. Oh, I they see. They weren't there. There was a guy there who was letting the fast pass come up. But they're not scanning again. No, they no. they took the scanners out. That's what I noticed. I was like, whoa, okay. They're just, you know, they they have a guy who's stationed there who's directing the line, and when he sees people coming to the fast pass line, he stops the regular line and lets those people go through. So they're not doing the second scan. I thought that was interesting because I didn't know they stopped doing that. So I noticed that in the in, in that uh in that queue line. Like I said earlier, I went on uh Guardians and uh noticed that there's some uh exhibits closed in in there. And uh, one of them were, I don't know what they were called, but there were the three creatures, bird creatures that moved and stuff. That one's closed. So basically, they have a tarp on it, and it says that this uh, exhibit is closed. And then there was another one. Did you ever figure out what it was? Because there's another one. That's no, I forgot. Oh. I'm going to look right now while you talk. Okay. So there's another one that's on the the left side of uh, where Ultron is. So I've never, well, real quick before I get to that, I I had a, the fast pass for it, and they kind of changed it up because usually you get your fast pass and you go through the door on the on the right and they tell you where to go, but they kind of changed it when they they closed the doors on the right and they made you go in through the left where you actually see all the exhibits. So this is my first time looking at the exhibits because usually we bypass that. So I thought that was kind of cool, and that's how I noticed that these uh, things were missing that where they were closed. But yeah, on the left side of where Ultron is, uh, they have it all sealed up and says the same thing that this uh, exhibit's closed, something like, please enjoy the other ones. So I really don't know what was there since I've never actually been in there before. But I, it just makes me wonder, is uh, something new coming? I don't even have pictures of those creatures. That was new. That oh. was, I think, after you went. What did they replace? What did it replace? That I can't tell you. Like I said, this is my very first time actually going inside there and seeing anything. So, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking, uh, is something new going to come? Are they going to put something new in there, you know? Or maybe either something new's coming or they are just refurbishing. I don't know. Because you said it was on the same side as Ultron? Yeah. Well, because the only thing I know of on the same side of Ultron is Cosmo. 
was he before Ultron? Yeah. So then it's Cosmo then. Did you didn't see Cosmo? No, I didn't. Well, then for some reason it's Cosmo. Okay. So it yeah, suck if they take Cosmo out. So hopefully, uh, does he move and talk and stuff like that? Do you remember? Because Ultron talks. No, Cosmo doesn't talk. He does move though. I think he moves his head. Okay. Because Ultron talks as save, help me humans or something like that. He says some stuff. And he's all glitchy and everything's kind of cool, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're just they're in refurb. So, I guess we'll just uh, wait and see. And pretty sure if uh, something new happens or something new is replacing them, then we'll, you know, of course we're gonna be flooded on all the Facebooks and uh, Instagram. So, because oh, the only other thing I think I was on that side is that. Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't mean I don't remember that. I just know it was uh, this thing was closed off and next to it was Ultron when you're walking up. So oh, I guess we'll see what happens. Hopefully they, uh, they're just uh, maybe on break. Maybe they're on winter break. We don't know. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for fat time in the parks. Yeah, fat time. Time for some fat time because I had some fat time. And you know what? It's not going to really matter because um, I'm just going to let you guys know what I thought of what, what I had. But it's already gone. Bye. See ya. So I uh, one of my uh, treats that I really wanted to try was that bat. What's it called? The bat wing. Bat wing Sunday. Yeah, raspberry Sunday. That's what I really wanted to try. So I got to try it, and um, it's really good. I mean, it was just basic vanilla ice cream, which is fine. I mean, I could have had any ice cream I wanted, but I just wanted to. Keep it original, and I I I like the I like the the, the raspberry. They had two little bat wing cookies. It was kind of I'm not. It was like a chocolate cookie, kind of like a gingerbread texture. It's not the same as the bat wing cookie they sell. Huh. Maybe, but smaller. Maybe because it, it had that same kind of texture to it. Mm. But I don't. Uh, that that bat cookie, that Mickey bat cookie. It's not chocolate though. This cookie was chocolate cookie with like a um, dark chocolate ganache on top. The cookie was really good, and uh, I really enjoyed the sundae. But I really wish that it would have had more raspberry on it. Maybe like because it's served inside of a waffle cup, and the waffle cup has dark chocolate and sprinkles on it. The ice cream has a lot of red sprinkles on top. Uh, Anthony thought it was too many sprinkles. There's a lot of sprinkles. But I thought if they would have put, like, inside the waffle cone uh, cup, they could drizzle the raspberry and then put the ice cream on top of that. Yes. So then when you're down to the bottom, you're scooping some raspberry. That would have been awesome. But it was on top. It was really good. Um, I can definitely say I won't have that again because it's gone. <laughs> but it was awesome. And then the next thing I got to try was that cocoa cake. Over at uh, Paradise Garden Grill, and that has three different colored layers. It's all, it's just a sponge cake with um, the food coloring, so it's not a like a red velvet velvet cake or anything like that. But it was three different layers, three different colors: red, orange, and uh, pink. And in the middle had a churro mousse filling. Very very interesting. And the frosting was um, of course cream cheese. Now, 
I've talked about how I don't like cream cheese frosting. I really don't like it. But you know what? This was really good because the cream cheese frosting and that churro mousse really blended well together. It was probably the best cake that I, that had a cream cheese frosting I've ever tasted because those two flavors just combined. I was like, wow. It wasn't too cinnamony. didn't have too much cinnamon flavor. It was a good mousse. Uh, I had a piece of it. You know, I, I took all the, the the layers and ate it and tasted it that way. And then I had another tasting with just trying to dissect it like Anthony does. Wow. So I dissected, you know, the sponge cake, you know what sponge cake tastes like. So I was just dissecting that frosting or the... the tastes like SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes. I was dissecting that uh that churro mousse. Oh, it was really good. And with that, cream cheese frosting was awesome. And then they had like some little dollops of uh, frosting on top, which... To me, it was like, it's a little red dollop. You, I did post this on our social medias. The little red dollops, it kind of tasted like um, white chocolate, kind of. But Jose said it tasted like the gel frosting that you do at home, you know, like you buy at home or in the stores. So whatever it was, that was really good too. But yeah, um, I would definitely have this cake again if if they offered it still. Because, you know, we still have Viva Navidad, so you never know. Maybe they'll, they'll still have this cocoa cake. So, yeah, that cake was awesome. If you guys didn't try it, and they still have it for uh, festival holidays, uh, we'll let you guys know if they do or not. But if they do, definitely try it if you haven't tried it. If you have tried it, hey, why don't you uh, send us an email and let us know what you thought of that uh, cocoa cake. Monsters After Dark! No, 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 cocoa cake. Oh, okay. So, other than that, I didn't really have anything else to eat there. Oh, I, oh I'm lying. I'm sorry. I had my usual corn dog because I had to eat, of course, and I did my mobile ordering. I'm like, I'm hooked on that now. You know what really sucked is that the the Batwing Sunday was not available through mobile ordering. It wasn't on the menu there. If you were to look on the menu, like, to see what they have there, it's there. But... If you're going to mobile order it, it wasn't available to order. And I was just mad about that because, you know, the lines for ice cream is really, really long. So, yeah, I had to wait in line for ice cream. But it was good. It was worth it. And uh, hopefully for the Christmas holidays coming up that we can uh, get some cool other ice cream desserts. That would be really, really nice. Yeah. Some um, green mistletoe shake or something. Ooh, I don't know. I'm just guessing. No? Yes? I don't know. Oh, you don't know either. When you say green, it always makes me think that they're going to put mint or something. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, like... I was going to say mint, but then I didn't want to get that reaction from you. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> hey, Anthony, guess what? Uh, break stuff. <laughs> monsters after dark. No monsters after dark. We're getting some guests that's going to be heading over to uh, Hollywood land. Yeah, and they're going to break shit. <laughs> well, I hope they don't break too much stuff because that just means that we're going to have to pay more at the, at the gate. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ralph and uh, Vanellope will be making an appearance starting on November 9th. That's actually the day that the Christmas time starts in the parks. And also the day that the Ralph Breaks the Internet preview starts over at Disneyland. Yes. So... If you want to see Ralph, you're going to have to go to DCA and then go to Disneyland or vice versa. 
reversal device. Yes. You never know. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Uh, it's kind of like uh, vice grips. Now, it doesn't say where they're going to be. Yeah, it just says they're going to be in Hollywood land. I mean, it specifically tells you where they're going to be in Florida. Yes, because that's um, something that they know. <laughs> but they got like a whole, a whole paragraph about what's going to happen with them in Florida about portals and pavilions and dimensions and stuff, but nothing about what's happening with them when they go to DCA. So, yeah, so we don't know, but you know, I'm sure you know you're going to see everyone posting they're here, they're there, they're everywhere. Maybe they'll be in front of the um, Sunset Showcase Theater, like uh, Vampirina was. At first, and now she's like somewhere else now. I don't know where she Wait, is. Wait, so she's still going to be there? Um, I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Because it's possible she did that uh, Ralph and Vanellope could just take over for them. For yeah. her, I guess. I don't know. But if they're going to get rid of her, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's an ongoing show, but it's Halloween and Halloween's over. So I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We, we don't know anything right now. But, yeah, anyway, they will be coming to California Adventure on November 9th. So uh, head over there and um, get in line, and hopefully they will have a photographer there, and you can use your photo pass because a lot of times uh, they don't even have photographers anymore anywhere. So I'm sure they will there. Maybe not. Maybe just a cast member say, hey, I'll use your phone and take your picture. (laughs) Because I didn't have, uh, well, some places don't have them. But you would expect that they uh, would have it for that since it's brand new and they're announcing, you know, this new meet and greet. You would think. Yeah, but you know you know how Disney is. They change all the time. Because that's what they always like to put in the bottom, subject to change without notice. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we'd like to tell you that we'll have, we tell you if we have more information, but we probably won't get any more information on this meet and greet before... November 9th, so we'll just have to find out when it happens. Uh, I would suggest uh, make sure you are following our social medias because we will be there on the 9th, and I definitely will post uh, this big old picture of big old Ralph because I like that guy. Big old Ralph. Yeah. But, yeah, like I said, on November 9th, that's when all the Christmas celebration starts in the parks. And, uh, hey, Christmas stuff is already going up, not just merchandise. Yeah, I imagine. So, yeah, I was there yesterday, and they already have the snow on the castle. I uh, also know that uh, Toontown has been decorated. Uh, the decorations over there has started, to go, has started going up. And yesterday, we were over at the Grizzly Peak area, and we're walking through by Grizz, the, the river run, and the, there they have the lanterns already in the trees, the Christmas lanterns with the different color lights. They're already up in the trees, and I'm surprised I didn't notice them when we walked because we took a walk there during the day, and I didn't even notice them, but we noticed them at night, and they're not even on yet, but go figure. So those are already going up, and I'm pretty sure every day right now, everything, something's new's going up, more Christmas stuff, and like there's tons of Christmas merchandise. I walked right by uh, Elias and Company, and there was uh, tons of Christmas right there, right when you walk in where uh, usually Minnie Mouse has her meet and greet on that side of the store. So there's tons of uh, merchandise there. Christmas in the parks is coming. Halloween's over. I Bye. Exactly. And I uh, 
we talked about a, uh, about about a month ago or so about the weather. You know, we liked Halloween season coming because it'd be colder weather. Uh, it hasn't been that cold yet. <laughs> it's been in the eighties. <laughs> Bullcrap. That is just crazy. So maybe, hey, maybe November will we have some cooler cooler weather? I remember one November, like it was at Thanksgiving, and it was like uh, ninety. 90 degrees on Thanksgiving. I remember. You know, ago. I actually had thought that this was this, uh, we were being unusually warm for this time of year, but then uh, I had completely forgotten the day, the game one of the World Series. They made the the note that last year's World Series game one was 103 degrees. Right. And I didn't remember it being 103 degrees still at the end of November or at the end of October last year, but I guess it was. Yeah. If it was 103 the first day of the World Series, because then they made a big deal because it was, what, 53? in Boston for game right, one. Yeah. So I, I just remember thinking, I'm like, Oh, here I thought it was warmer later than normal, but obviously last year was just as warm. So, you know, climate change, if you don't believe it, you're dumb. All right. So speaking of Christmas, you can't have Christmas without a parade. Wait, are you sure? Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to have a parade. Oh, anyway. Um, so far, we're getting word that there will be recording that Disney Christmas special that you usually airs on Christmas Day, right? On ABC, that they're going to be uh, filming that, taping that, whatever it is, starting on November seventh through the eleventh, and they will be doing both coasts on the same during that same time. Usually it's like Disneyland's one week, and the next week is Florida. Oh, right. So they're saying that. The 7th through the 11th, both of them are going to be filming at the same time. We haven't got any word on what performance, uh, what performers are going to be there. Uh, probably closer to filming, you'll find out. If you guys ever been there, if you're basically if you're in the park and you just happen to be there when they film, you can just sit there and watch. Hey, it seems odd that they're doing it during the first weekend of uh, Christmas. When it's our, when it's going to be busy, right? It seems other they would want to have that, you know, because you're going to have all the they're going to have scaffolding and stuff up, and that they usually have with the light, extra lights, and all those kind of things. I don't know. It depends on what they're doing, because right. um, it just seems odd that they would do it the the first weekend of the uh, Halloween starting rather or Christmas starting rather than waiting until like the next weekend or something, which is I think what they usually do because they usually they're usually not filming the first week of weekend of uh no no christmas no i think uh that's especially with christmas usually starting like uh you know around the 12th or something usually not the 9th so once again this year there will be no filming of the parade at walt disney world um all of the parade that uh the parade that would be filmed is here i guess was what they're saying they did that last year they put the extra lighting on main street i remember that so the parade field footage is going to be from here, and performance performances footage will be from Florida, but you can expect some here too. Uh, they did that last or a couple of years ago. I remember they they did the whole they filmed everything already, but then later on, right before Christmas, they did a a, a quick taping over at uh, Cars Land, and they had a like a country artist perform there. Uh, I remember that. But if you guys just happen to be in the park when they're filming and something's going on, they're performing or something's being filmed, 
You can actually just stand there and watch. You don't have to have a ticket or anything to attend this. As long as you're already in the park and you know you paid to be there, you can go ahead and watch whatever's being filmed. And of course, uh, you need to make sure you listen to cast members if they tell you to keep walking or you can't stand here or you can't watch from here and you can't watch from there. But other than that, what? yes, listen to cast members. <laughs> other than that, that's what's going on filming wise for the Christmas uh, Christmas special. We don't know the name of it because they like change it every year. It used to be the, it used to be Disney's Christmas. magical Christmas spectacular. I don't know. I don't know. It used to be something, and then it was changed for that year for Frozen, and then these just keep changing it. So. Every other year, at least the word magical is in there. Yeah. So yeah, once again, that would be filmed uh, starting November seventh through the eleventh, and of course, one more time, subject to change without notice. Because if it's raining, they're probably not going to be filming. Monsters After Dark! <laughs> All right, so uh, when I was over at the park, I was over in uh, Pixar Pier, and I noticed something, but I knew it's been there, but I forgot to even talk about it. Dropping the ball. Um, No, not a ball, but a lamp. But I was trying to get people to help me out and take some pictures and every time I try to help some or have someone do it they weren't in the area but anyway fail yeah the Luxo lamp is up there on the Pixar Pier signage yes we told you guys about that many 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 months ago like in May or June or something or whenever before the Pixar Pier open we told you guys that they would be putting a animated audio animatronic lamp on top of the Pixar Pier marquee entrance. Well, apparently it's been there for three weeks. It's been there a while. Ish. Yeah, it's it's covered up. It's all wrapped up. You can see through the bag. It's in there. Oh, so it's not at it's not working. No, it's not working. But it's there. Right. Yeah. The, oh, okay. The picture I see. Okay, so that's not as big of a fail as what I thought then. Oh, okay. The fact that it's not working does is is not as big of a fail. So it's there, but for some reason they haven't turned it on. Right. They lost the disc. <laughs> I I think uh, FedEx lost it. They uh, they misplaced the key. Right. Yeah, I, I guess you couldn't tell from the photo was covered up. I could just could tell. I don't know what I thought, why it looked weird. Oh, okay. But, okay, yeah. So that explains why it looked weird, because yeah. it's covered up. It's all covered up it still. It explains so much. And uh, yeah, so that's not our, that's already up, but it's not working yet. Okay, well, it's, that's... Not, it's not talking to a guest or anything like that. And then over at the new uh, Jesse's Critter Carousel, I think that's what it's called. Yes, that's what it's called. We uh, talked about uh, how they have the wall up, and then they have this little sticker, and it says pre order from Al's Toy Barn, Jesse's Critter Carousel. Ship date, 2019. Ship to Pixar Pier, Anaheim, California. Oh, right. I took a picture of that. We talked about that when I went to the Pixar Pier party, yeah. Well, they uh, updated the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. They actually have, it looks like uh, some like a little kid drew on it. And they have like these little critters. And it looks like, uh, it looks like a cardboard, uh, a cardboard, and like, like a kid drew on it. And then it looks like there's like stickers placed all over the cardboard. So there's like a drawing of the carousel and like um, 
some cactus. And then like their stickers are like an armadillo and uh oh, interesting. turtle, skunk. So I guess they're giving you clues on what's gonna be there. Yeah. The ride vehicles. And then the front they have a drawing of Jesse roping uh a cactus. And there's a like a beaver there. Whoa. Not an otter. Well, I mean that goes along with the stuff that I learned when I went to that Parks blog event. Remember I was I showed you guys some pictures. Right. That they had posted of some of the the uh, the animals and yeah, that sounds like a, some of those stuff that I saw. Yeah, because there's that picture of that snake that I saw. Oh right. So that's one of the snakes that's going to be in one of the critters. So yeah, they uh, it's pretty cool. I like the wall. It's, it's really nice how they did that. Uh, they spruced it up. Looks really cool. Like the spruce goose. Um, but it doesn't fly. Hey, you know what? Uh, while we were there yesterday, it was a Mickey's Halloween party. Now, this is something that I'm really, really, I never thought about before. We know that when you go to the party, you buy a ticket, you have access to both parks starting at 3 o'clock and or 4 o'clock. And, you know, we figured, the way I figured it, you know, if people, as soon as the party starts, you go over to Disneyland and you get your party on. You paid a hundred and whatever dollars to be there that you would go and take advantage of all the candy. Party. Yes. And the shows and everything that's going on. Picture, you know, photo ops. But I'm sitting there eating my ice cream and it was probably about seven o'clock. Yeah. Right before eight. And there's people there that are part of the party. At DCA. Yes. They're in costume they have their candy bags and they have the wristbands on. But it's past seven. And I'm like, why? Okay, well, maybe they've been in the park and now they're heading over. Maybe they're getting their Starbucks and heading over. Okay, well, whatever. I go on... Um, Monsters After Dark! Because I have my Max Pass at 8 o'clock. I go on that. After that, I go do walking around, you know, because I need to... Uh, Walk off the ice cream. And I see people in costumes with wristbands in their bags. And this is well past eight. Yes. Why are you here? I don't understand. You paid all that money so you can stay in DCA and get no candy, no shows. And DCA closed at nine o'clock. We were on Main or we were on Buena Vista Street sitting there wait, watching the crowd. A lot of people in costumes. We saw one costume was really awesome. It was Miss Doubtfire. And uh, the guy was doing the voice and everything, acting just like her. Awesome. Yeah. But the fireworks are going on. It's 935. The fireworks are going on. And you got all these people here that are still in DCA that's supposed to be over there. And you just spend 100-something bucks to be in DCA. I'm like, why are you here? And the bad thing about it is, Maybe they're first timers and they're there with their kids and their kids are missing out on all the Halloween trick or treating spots, locations, candy. I don't get it. Yeah, I just don't get it. That surprised me. I was just like, wow. They'd rather just spend their time in DCA than doing the trick or treat locations and watching Weirdos. the fireworks and the parade. I even heard one lady said, oh, well, the other parade's at uh, 1030, you know, or something like that. I'm just like, yeah, you just missed everything. 
it was funny because we were sitting there just waiting for the crowd to go, you know, die down. And like I said, the fireworks are going off. They're echoing and they're like bouncing off of basically Carthay Circle building. So you can hear boom, boom like that. So uh, these, these people were walking and someone said, oh, look, fireworks. And they turned around looking at Carthay. Because <laughs> you can hear about that side. That's that, funny. That was really funny. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know why people were just like, hey, I'm going to stay at DCA all day and, and waste my money for, um, yeah, whatever. As long as it wasn't me and I wasn't wasting my money, you know, I I guess I shouldn't really care. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. Or maybe it did. <laughs> you be the judge. All right, so speaking about Mickey Mouse, did you know he's turning 90? I heard something about that insignificant birthday. <laughs> anyway, hey, we've been talking about that Mickey birthday celebration special is going to be on ABC, and it's actually on this Sunday. You guys don't, don't remember. And uh, we do have a, a time, 8 o'clock our time, it will be on. So, no, well, of course, it's not going to be a live thing because it's already been taped. Oh, okay, because <laughs> we were thinking that it was at 5, five. something live for everybody. yeah. But I've been seeing advertising for it. It's been saying 8, 7 Central. So 8 o'clock on ABC, that Mickey 90 special. You can check that out. And if I remember and I'm not doing anything, I'll try to watch that. And we'll talk about that next week. So, yeah, don't forget to check out Mickey's birthday celebration. And, of course, you know, we have to also say happy birthday to Minnie Mouse. Yes. And Peg Leg Pete. Yes. Yes. Pete's awesome. But he doesn't have a peg leg, peg leg yet. I have a, I was uh, watching some, because, uh, you know, there was uh, Treasures from the Disney Vault not long ago, you know, last week or a couple weeks ago on TCM, and I was watching some uh, Mickey Mouse cartoons, and I've come to an unpopular opinion that there is no standalone Mickey Mouse cartoon where he's, it's just Mickey Mouse. Really? That's really any good. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're saying that he has to have someone with him to make him good. Yes. Because oh. if you think about, I mean, other than, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. You na- name a uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon that is a, that is a, uh, you know, a seminal Mickey Mouse cartoon where it's just him. I don't know. Or where the, uh, where the plot doesn't involve something to do with him trying to impress Minnie Mouse or do something for Minnie or do something that involves Minnie. So by, there's a Mickey Mouse with just him, though? Is there, though? I don't know. I don't think so. That's what I mean. Yeah. Because I was, you know, I always bring up, and I know it's kind of probably blasphemy for this podcast, but I always bring up how much, how more, you know, and people would be like, want to shoot me for it, but <laughs> how much more superior Looney Tunes cartoons are to to Disney cartoons just because they create so many different characters that can stand alone and do their own thing. You know, Mickey Mouse is supposed to be the, the icon of the company, but yet he can't support his own cartoon. Bugs has untold amount of cartoons where he could, where he could be by himself against some fat singer or (laughs) by himself against some other random foil where he doesn't need to bring in. But then, you know, you can step across that extra mile and bring in somebody like Wiley e. Coyote and have it be an extra special, you know, episode or something like, or you know, of course, you need the, uh, you know, Bugs and Daffy. 
But then you look at Donald. Donald has plenty of episodes that, by himself that are great. Goofy has the whole line of how-to <laughs> videos <laughs> exactly. of shorts that are, like, fantastic. Yes. So tell me, why is Mickey such a big deal? That's an uh, interesting... Uh... Those who want to yell at me right now, start emailing mousepire at gmail.com. That's but tell good, me, I'd like to hear from that somebody. That is a good question. Why, why is Mickey a big deal? Why is Mickey such a big deal when he can't even... The only episode I could probably think of that is a really good episode, in it, but Mickey's the only by himself in it, is the Through the Looking Glass one. I would have to say that again. It's the one where he ends up going through the looking the mirror, ends ends up in like an Alice world, and he dances with the uh, the glove and the and the oh, cap, okay. and he has the little the fight with the playing cards I and all that. I still would have to see it again, but I, I know what you're talking That's about. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head where nobody else is in it, and it's a great episode. It's a great short. But other than that, you look at all the great ones, they're either something new with Minnie, but then I would say 90% of Mickey's greatest episodes have Donald and Goofy in it. Yeah, speaking of Donald and Goofy, my favorite, um, my favorite one with all three of them is Mickey's trailer. Yes, that's a great one. <laughs> that's my favorite of all time. Brought you down safe and sound. <laughs> I love it when they're in the trailer and they're eating. And Mickey says, who's driving? <laughs> and Goofy says, I am. <laughs> but he's there to eat with them. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's my favorite. But that's a good, uh, a good question. Why is Mickey a big deal? Be nice to hear from people. Hey, so we keep hearing about this tropical hideaway thing that's going to open later this year. When later this year, we don't know. Later this year is coming closer and closer and faster and faster. Since uh, basically, as far as this podcast is concerned, we're now in November, so we're running out of time. But we're getting more information that one of the birds from Enchanted Tiki Room has escaped. Bye. See ya. Did she fly the coop? I heard she. Something about a coop, I guess. And that she is uh, uh, taking flight to a solo career. Not Han Solo, (laughs) but just solo. (laughs) And that is uh, Rosita. Which one is Rosita? That's one of the... Is that one of the birds from the top thing? Or is that... Which one is that? I can tell you. One of the the white one. That's one of the... Is that one of the ones that comes from the thing from the ceiling? Maybe. Maybe. I'd have to go see uh, Enchanted Tiki Room again. But like I said, she will be coming to Tropical Hideaway when it opens. She'll have her own little perch, it looks like. She is, a once again, a friendly cockatoo that looks forward to meeting travelers from around the globe who are also visiting the Tropical Hideaway. Pull up a nearby seat and say hello. But beware! She has a repertoire of jokes and one-liners that should make any Jungle Cruise skipper proud. Uh, so that means... She's probably going to be a independent audiomatronic, similar to what the soon to open at some point Luxo, yeah, or the Vulture in Club Thirty Three, right, or something like that. It's going to be one that's just going to sit there and talk, or like the bird that the the I don't know was that uh, Pepe or whoever it was that used to be outside of uh, oh right 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 they used to talk outside of uh, Enchanted Tiki Room yeah. 
Like nobody ever remembers that. I know. I remember. You remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Okay. <laughs> so cool. Let's hope uh, we don't have like a they're they're not uh, taking forever to uh, open Tropical Highway just because of her. I know. Huh? No, I did hear a. Uh, I did hear a. Uh, I did hear through the grapevine that there's still it's still dirt in there. Oh, okay. That they haven't even started paving or anything. So later this year might be December. December thirty first. Yes. <laughs> Day after Christmas. <laughs> New Year's Eve, just in time for New Year's Eve. Yes. Party with uh, Rosita. Party with Rosita. All right, we got some breaking news. Beep 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 beep. That sounds like a messed up R two unit. Okay, sorry, it's broken. We got some breaking news that they are now. They have announced, or well, at least Variety has learned, with no comment from Marvel and Disney, of course, that there will be a Falcon and Winter Soldier Marvel. Show that will be coming to the Disney streaming service and that it will be written by Malcolm Spellman, who was a writer and co-executive producer on the Fox series Empire. Oh, I thought it was a guy from 90210. Oh, that's Spelling. Never mind. And also wrote the screenplay for the feature film Our Family Wedding. Uh, you would have to assume that Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan would come back and reprise their roles because it would be really stupid to have two characters they're supposedly part of the Marvel Universe uh, played by different characters. Uh, you have to figure that whatever's going to happen with Captain Marvel, or I mean, when not with Captain Marvel, with Captain America in the next Infinity War movie will maybe lead to this, that I, there's still obviously speculation that, uh, that Bucky or A.K. Winter Soldier will become Captain America. There's also been rumors that Falcon might become Captain America. Hmm. So... Maybe they'll both be Captain America's. Hey, that'd be cool. Kind of like uh, the Olsen twins on Full House. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> of course, this is, like I said, this has not been confirmed by Marvel or Disney. So we'll I'll just have to wait and see what happens and where if we get any kind of confirmation of that at some point. Uh, what we are getting a confirmation of is something that we never really asked for confirmation <laughs> of. And that is uh, from Kathleen Kennedy has confirmed that the Boba Fett movie that uh, most people don't want or don't care about. And then the other people that are do want it have incessantly asked for it. So this is perhaps the only reason why Kathleen Kennedy has come out and said that the Boba Fett movie that we were never told was happening is now canceled. Oh, the only real confirmation that we ever had that the Boba Fett movie was a possibility was the rumor way back in the day that Josh Trank was going to be directing it. And, of course, you know, way back at was Celebration or whatever, in 2015, Josh Trank was fired from the Marvel stand or from the Disney or from the Star Wars standalone movie that he was supposed to be working on. And everybody assumed it was going to be Boba Fett. Never got any confirmation of that. Never even got any confirmation that it was a movie being worked on. But now, without any kind of reason for telling us, it's been canceled. So, I don't know if this has anything to do with The Mandalorian, which, of course, uh, also has had its own issue within the past week where they had a break-in at their studio in, uh, was Santa Monica or no, uh, uh, what's uh, Manhattan Beach. They have a, a studio 
where the Mandalorian is being filmed in Manhattan Beach gets broken into, and a memory card may or may not have been stolen that may or may not have had production <laughs> stuff on it. Right. So we don't know if it's related to that, and we don't know if what it would it would have to do with it other than man Mandalorian related. As far as I'm concerned, Boba Fett is not Mandalorian until I'm told otherwise that he just has to be some dude who happened to have a suit because mm-hmm. his dad happened to have a suit until I'm told otherwise. Boba Fett is no Mandalorian and he has no business being in the show either because his dad. You, sir, are no Mandalorian. Right. Tell him. I did. Okay. Hey, so last week we were uh, so short of news that we had some actually some Walt Disney World news for for uh, <laughs> for you guys. I don't know uh, how people re- uh, reacted to that. I know uh, Dan had messaged me something about Walt Disney World, and he said something about how he just needed he he didn't want to, he didn't care and that he was going to skip it. And I just told him to fast forward. Okay. And uh, rude, rude. I just want to say that. Uh, we always assume that there's no reason to talk about Walt Disney World because we assume there's people nobody listening in Florida, but we always never really take into effect that there are people that live here that might listen that might have plans to go to Walt Disney World at some point or whatever. I would be willing to leave it up to the audience to respond if they want to hear more news about things going on at Walt Disney World than what we give. Because, I mean, you know, usually we only mention the big time stuff. So if you guys... Want to hear more Walt Disney World news? Let us know. Milespire at gmail.com. If you guys don't have any interest in ever hearing about Walt Disney World again, email Dan the Mailman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or you can email us, mousepire at gmail.com, care of Dan the Mailman. So, speaking of Walt Disney World news, we're going to have some for you just because, for the heck of it, and for those who may actually be interested. In run Disney stuff, which of course we're not having any any run Disney stuff for the foreseeable future here at the West Coast. And of course, uh, since it used to be the Star Wars run Disney used to be divided up East Coast and West Coast, light side and dark side. We had the light side races here. They had the dark side races in Florida. They have now combined by their powers combined. They have now became become became (laughs) they have now become what is now called the star wars rival run weekend which is upcoming next year april 4th through 7th and they have now announced what the themes of the races will be so for the star wars rival run 5k the theme will be finn and captain phasma so if you were on the light side you would be for finn if you were on the dark side you'd be for phasma so just so I don't have to repeat that, that's how that works. Uh, for the rival run, the the 10K, it will be Han Solo and the aforementioned Boba Fett. Because, you know, that makes sense. You know, Han Solo's biggest rival is Boba Fett, apparently. Yep. He was after him. He was after him, all right. And then the, the half marathon will be Ray and Kylo Ren. So all of you Raylo fans out there will be happy about that. <laughs> and then the... Rival Run Challenge, will the theme will be Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. And then the for the kids' races, the theme will be BB-8 and BB-9E. Oh. You know, the, the black BB-8. Yes, I know. Participants for the 5K, 10K, Half Marathon, and Challenge will who register by January 15th of next year will have the opportunity to choose their side, which will be revealed through the design of the race bib 
If you register after that date, the forest will choose your fate. Whoa. Don't want that. Now, with how the uh, races usually sell out here, as I remember, I don't know how they do in Florida, if they have more people that they could accommodate or if they sell out just as fast there. I would obviously suggest that if you're doing it, the if you plan on doing the Star Wars rival run in Florida, that you should definitely uh, sign up for that as soon as it becomes available. If it's not already, there's a little bit of info for more info for Walt Disney World info. Once again, if you guys are interested in hearing more news in the future about Walt Disney World, please let us know. Mousepile, my, mouse mousepile, <laughs> mousepire at gmail.com. If you guys specifically have a trip coming up for Walt Disney World and you guys need specific tips or anything, please let us know and we can easily. Do some research. Uh, we know lots of people that go to Walt Disney World regularly, or at least I have people that I could contact to find out info. And then we could even tell you the drink that you should not drink while you're at Walt Disney World unless you feel really uh, brave. Cool. I don't remember the name of it right now. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's like that. It's like that seltzer water or something. It's like a really gross drink. Yeah. It's like people challenge each other to drink uh, it. Like at some place in Epcot, I think. The, where they have all the sodas? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the place where they have all the sodas. There's a drink or something. I forget what it's called. But it, it looks like like just like plain seltzer water or something. Speaking of mail, let's find out about the mail we got right now. Well, our first email is from Wreck-It Rachel. And just want to say this is this is from Friday. And her subject line is getting my smog check. Hey guys, my car is getting a smog and I'm waiting, so I decided to email. Happy Halloween. It should be over by the time this podcast airs. I hope everyone had fun. Whoa, my car's done? That was fast. It passed. Hooray. (laughs) Right now I'm planning my own fat time, but not in the park. I'm making cake for my friend's Halloween party tomorrow. Hashtag no invite. It should be real good. It's a chocolate cake with dyed orange buttercream frosting topped with chocolate dripped ganache and meringue ghost on top. If you can't get to the park for fat time, you make your own. (laughs) Now that you guys elaborated on my idea of turning the AMC theater into an actual Pantages like theater, I want it even more. I really hate going into LA to see shows. Do it, Disney. Well, gotta go bake. I'll let you know how it turns out. And I hope the Dodgers win today. That's why I said this was on Friday. I don't really care, but I know you guys do. Go Dodgers, Rachel. <laughs> Turn that knife a little bit, will you? <laughs> hey, like I said, this was on Friday. So, yes, we all know what happens and we're not talking about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I we talked about the making it an actual theater. And, and after that comment about her hating to go to LA to see shows, um, that's probably why I don't go to LA. <laughs> I used to work in LA. I used to work in, uh, uh, what was it called? West LA. And uh, yeah, driving in LA sucks. And I, of course, you know, you have to pay the high prices just to park, you know, and then paying the high prices for the tickets for a show. Yeah. That'd be cool to, if Disney would do something like that. That'd be an awesome idea. Right, thank you for your uh, smog check email there, Rachel. All right, next email is from Michael the OG Mail Guy. Subject line is Michael the Haunted OG Mail Guy. Whoa. 
Michael the Haunted OG Mail Guy here in San Diego at Tron Uncle's house setting up for Halloween. But just a quick reminder. Haunted Mansion fashion is this Sunday. Everything you need to know will be posted by Diggs or type in the search button on Facebook, Unofficial Events, or Haunted Mansion fashion. Everything is set and see you this Sunday. I have not been at the parks in a while, so nothing to report. Till then, this is the OG Mail Guy saying bye. Bye. That was uh, quick. Wait, that was it? That's it. Wow. Fail. Wait, so that's the end of the emails? No. Oh, okay. As I was about to say, another another fail is the fact that uh, Dan has no email. And we're still waiting. Oh, are we still waiting? Are I we... texted him, but he hasn't responded. Oh, okay. All right, next email is from Giselle the Gazelle. Her subject line is World Series Blues. What up, bros? Happy recording day. I figured my email would reach you since the Dodgers lost on Sunday. Sorry, guys. I'm about to drive in from school and wanted to see how you guys were. No park for me again, but I am going Saturday and or Sunday for the Dapper Day Expo. Hey, don't forget, you can check out Michael's event on Sunday. I have never been, but have always wanted to go. I'm excited to walk around and see all the shops and then go into the parks and do some shopping. Hey, don't forget that uh, the expo, I believe it's like 10 bucks to get in. I'm not really sure on that, but I know they, they're charging now because um, of um, something. I forgot what it was, but just be aware of that. Yes, I have been a bingo barbecue supporter for years. Remember when we met up and I ordered my food there, Diggs? If I don't eat there while I'm at Disneyland, literally, it was a waste of a drive. No joke. The only thing I ever get is a rice plate. The miso slaw is so freaking good. The two pork belly skewers is like the most delicious thing ever. I mean, mouth-watering. You're making uh, Anthony water over, mouth water over here. <laughs> Ew. Will any of you be going or dressing up for Dapper Day? Um, no, I'm not going this year and Sunday is Mickey 90. So we got to watch that. Uh, she's all, do y'all do that? We used to do it, but, uh, not anymore. It got too hot sometimes. Yeah. And then it just kind of like, it's whatever now. Yeah. It's whatever. We now. did it too many times in a row and it got boring. Yeah. She said, let me know. I'll be there. Happy Halloween tomorrow. Yeah. Don't forget uh, one more time that Michael will be, be there. So you can uh, try to find him, and um, if you do find him, and I know he hasn't listened to this podcast in a while, just slap him across his face. <laughs> just kidding. I've never spent Halloween in the parks, but I think next year will be the year. Rachel made some awesome-looking stuff this weekend. Looked tasty. Yeah, she just talked about that. Hopefully we can uh, check that out. Talk to you next week. Love, G. So, see, now even... Uh, Giselle said that the that cake that she made looked good. So uh, next week, Rachel, you have to send us pictures so we can see what you made. And uh, we'll probably be uh, getting hungry after looking at all that. All right. Thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle. All right. So our next uh, email slash text message is from Dan the Mailman. And he says, Mouse Pyre. Well, it finally happened. No, not the Dodger thing. Halloween. Boo. It seems like it had been Halloween forever in the parks. It will be dead for maybe a week before Christmas time starts. 
being busy myself means I have I haven't been to the parks, so hopefully this week before the new holiday season. I can't wait until my life slows down a little so I can enjoy all the sights and sounds that Christmas at Disneyland has to offer. I spent the last weekend at a two-day music festival, and boy, was I tired. In your opinion, how many days in a row do you think you can handle the park? Until next time, Dan out. Well, I did uh, days in a row back in, what was it, 40th? 40th? Was it the 40th? Or what was it? When they were doing, uh, yeah, 1995, when Indiana Jones opened. They were giving a card out for every year, starting from 1955, going all the way up until the anniversary. So I was going to the park every day. Oh, I mean, yeah, besides that, I mean, you've done some of your days where you, there were like, you were there like five days. Right. Like around the time of the 60th or around the time of other big events or something, you know, where you were there for other things. I just want to say, Dan, that uh, to quote a great man... Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Who said that? Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Speaking of Ferris Bueller, real quick, I was watching the, the Connors today, and they did the traditional Halloween episode, which was really cool. And um, Ferris Bueller was on there. Oh, cool. Yeah, Matthew Broderick was there. He was playing uh, Jackie's new boyfriend. Okay. And... Uh, he was a bit... He doesn't look old enough. I don't think he was old enough to be Jackie's boyfriend, but okay. Yeah, he looked really old enough to be Jackie's yeah, boyfriend. He's getting older than what yeah. I would like to want him to be. I agree, because I was like, he was... I forgot who his character was, how he was dressed as for Halloween, but he had like long hair on one side and short on one side, and uh, Dan says, oh, cool Two-Face <laughs> costume. And he said, oh, no, I'm blah, 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 blah. And he was a little bit odd basically an odd type of guy with tons of information like how halloween started this and this and that oh, so he's sheldon yeah i think sheldon is more interesting okay whoa exactly that says a lot exactly that sheldon's not interesting i know that's what i'm saying so anyway he uh i was looking at this guy i'm like who's this guy he looks familiar it was kind of throwing me off because the long hair on one side uh, and then the side profile I go oh that's matthew bodrick so that's pretty cool yeah he was on the Connors today, so I don't know how far he's gonna uh, uh, be on the show, being uh, Jackie's new quote-unquote boyfriend. But um, yeah, he was it was pretty cool to see him. But yeah, so Dan, heed those wise words. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean, I do. I I mean, we've had days where you know, like big weekends or things that were going on where we've been there two, three days in a row. But uh, yeah, I mean, probably nothing compares to when you were collecting those trading cards. No. But, uh, I mean, we definitely have had some days where four or five days in a row. I know you've had a couple where, you know, up to five, six days where you were going to the park, like, every day for one reason or another. But we actually also were staying there, too, staying, staying well, close yeah. by. So, yeah. I know there's been a couple times, though, where you weren't where you were you were at the park, like, four days in a row, and you were driving back and forth each right, day. Right, right. Just because of whatever reason. I know that, like I said, that 60th weekend was pretty crazy because we had, like, pins on, like, Wednesday and a Thursday. Oh, right, right, And right, then right, the right. 60th was, was on the Friday. 
And then we had to be back on Saturday for that 60th panel. D23. Right. And yeah. then there was something else on, I don't remember if there was something on Wednesday or Sunday, but, you know, I know we ended up having quite a bit, a few days there. I mean, I know you, like you said, though, that one was one where we were staying. We stayed in the hotel, but. So basically, I'm going to say, because uh, basically the question was, how many days in a row do you think you can handle? I can handle as many as I can. I mean, it depends on what we're doing. But it, be, but it also depends on, you know, gas and everything. Cause that, oh, yeah. That what a lot of the times. Gas or lodging. Yeah, that what will affect me from going to the parks every single day. You know, if I if I can be like Jeff Wrights, I would be there every single day, you know, and, you know, doing something or whatever. But, you know, because I live an hour away or so and, you know, the gas prices are don't seem to be going down and my truck takes 26 gallons of gas. That's a lot of money. So but I, you know, I, I can go there every day and just chill and hang out or whatever. And, you know, every, you know, every time we go, we know besides Jeff, we know someone there. There's always someone there that we know we can, you know, chill and hang out with. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not going, like, and standing in lines every single day, I mean, you could, it's easy to go all the, it's easy to go multiple days. You just have to know what to do or how to pace yourself. Right. And, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. And I'm thinking, right, well, one of these days I'm going to do a solo day and use my Max Pass and just do that all day long. Cause I think that'd be pretty cool. With Rosita or... Um, oh no, that's not solo. No, 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 not, not with Han Solo either. No, no. All right, thank you for your quick text message, email slash email there, Dan the text man. <laughs> thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle, Michael the Hollow Haunted OG Mail guy, and of course Wreck It Rachel. And hey, remember we have a homework assignment for all you guys out there who are listening. Why is Mickey so? Important. Was that the question? Was it important? Why is he still... Or why should we care about Mickey Mouse? Yes. All you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com Yeah. Monsters After Dark. All right. So real quick, uh, don't forget that uh, Pixar Play Parade ends on Sunday. That would be the last showing of the Pixar Play Parade. Bye. And uh, Paint the Night will end on November 7th. That's a Wednesday. And then, of course, two days later, Festival of Fatness returns to Disneyland or to DCA. And uh, time to eat. And we're going to have uh, next week, we'll probably have the menu of what's going on in all the marketplaces. If it doesn't come out on Wednesday. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, we're going to tell you what we want to try. I will be there on Friday. Well, on the November 9th when the holiday season kicks off. So if you're going to be there in the park, hey, email us, let us know, message us on Facebook or wherever you can find us and say, hey, I'm going to meet in the park and uh, we can meet up and maybe have some fat time because um, Michael, the OG mail guy, will be there too on that day. So, hey, we can all meet up and say, what's up? And uh, Giselle the Gazelle, I just told you what day I'm going to be there. So if you want to hang out too, come on down. Uh, Wreck-It Rachel, come on down. Anybody else, come on down. Oh, you know who needs to come on down and meet us for some fat time? Mr. Knight. So, hey, that'd be a cool time. if, if Mr. Knight, if you can get there on that Friday and uh, Festival of Fatness is going on, oh, yes, we could have some fat time together. That'd be awesome. Fat time, little coat. 
Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out ButtonsByDigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Miles Power Podcast. Bye. Hasta pasta. Bye, Halloween. Halloween's over. It's done with. It's time for New Year's Eve. Oh, wait. No, no. Wait, 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 wait. Christmas. Yes. Christmas time in the park start on November 9th. So we'll be seeing a whole bunch of Christmas decorations going up from now till then. And uh, expect that weekend to be pretty busy as always. And you know it will be interesting to see from November first through the eighth how busy the park's going to be with nothing yet happening. We'll keep an eye on that for you, everyone. But yeah, Christmas is here, and um, hopefully you guys are being good, so you get on the good list and not the naughty one like Anthony is. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Don't forget. Also, starting on November 9th, we'll have Wreck It Ralph and Penelope uh, cruising over to Hollywood Land over at DCA. Get your photos taken with them, and um, you can say what's up to Ralph. Maybe you might want to bring him a snack. He's a big guy, and looks like he could use some more food. <laughs> if not, I'll be there November 9th, and you can bring me a snack. <laughs> there you go. Dirty. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, you can uh, check us out on our, uh, our our social medias to see where I'm at. If you want to message me or whatever, say, hey, where are you? And we'll, we can uh, meet up and uh, have some fat time. And one more time, if uh, Mr. Knight, if you are there in the parks that day, come find us and we go eat some um, something, whatever treats they have going on. But yeah, I'll be there November 9th to check out all the Christmas decor and uh, have some tasty treats. And in case everybody knows how to actually count, you will notice that next week we will be scheduled to have episode number 150. Dang, you're old. I know, I try. <laughs> So we will be having a couple special guests, hopefully. And, uh, well, you know, that's about it. Yeah, and if you want to be a special guest, all you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. And subject line, special guest. Yes. There you go. But, yeah, uh, should be fun. Fun show. We have some um, uh, cool people heading over this way. So hopefully they all can make it. Yes, and it's B-Y-O-M, bring your own microphone. (laughs) <laughs> and uh also bring dig some food yes or bring dig some donuts Ooh, right yeah fernando anyway yeah hey don't forget mickey 90 special is on this sunday on abc at eight o'clock our time so you can check that out i actually want to watch it so hopefully i don't forget because you know me i forget things maybe after watching it you'll know why mickey mouse is so special there you go. That was the question. Why is Mickey so special? Why is Mickey so special? There you go. Answer that question, too. Mickey, Humph- Mickey just has a great circle of friends. That's all. It's all about Humphrey. Yeah. Bump, we, bump. We need more Humphrey. Exactly. They need, to, they need to reboot him. They make these new Mickey Mouse cartoons. They need to make new Humphrey the Bear cartoons. That's all I got to say about that. I know, because uh, Humphrey, although he was never really by himself, he always did have a... He was the only one that could turn around and uh, turn uh, Donald into a foil. Because you always think about Humphrey being like kind of just uh, the main character. Yeah. And the the 
you know, the ranger being kind of the secondary character, but then they flip it around when that at one episode that has Donald and Humphrey, you know, the one where he's camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's uh, Humphrey is being a pain in the butt to uh, Donald. And we all know Donald's temper. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of Donald, just re- a reminder real fast that the uh, second season of DuckTales has begun, and Woo-hoo. it's uh, obviously as good as ever. Cool. So make sure you guys are not missing those every Saturday, bright and early in the morning, or on whatever, however many times they replay that. So right. you really have no excuse to not see that. So speaking of social media, obviously you can find out all the stuff going on when Diggs is going to be at the park or when anybody's going to be at the park or when nobody's going to be at the park. <laughs> find out on Facebook. We are Mousepire, at Mousepire on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, Mousepire on the Snapchat until he gets bored of never doing that again. I did some snappies on yesterday. Whoa. Yes, I did. Whoa. And if you guys uh, followed uh, follow us there, you would have seen my snap snaps. So. Whoa. And one of them was a cool picture of me as Jack Scullington. Whoa. How was, many uh, followers do we have on Snap? I don't know offhand. Maybe 11, 16. Two. I don't know. No, it's more than two. 11, 16. I, I don't remember. I counted the other day and I forgot. Okay. But we have more than 10. Oh, so, right on. Not bad. Not bad. But yeah, follow us on the snappies. You can follow me on Instagram at Baloo1313. Also, follow Buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you will see when your button order is going out. Head over to DGPclothing.com. Get your mouse power gear. Get your Disneyland annual pass holder decals. You can throw those on your car instead of having a magnet that gets stolen. And uh, don't forget to head over to Patreon.com slash MousePire. Help support the podcast. Check out Michael the Mail Guy's $3 special. And... You can also listen to the podcast on YouTube. All you have to do is search Mousepire Podcast. Subscribe. You'll know when the next uh, episode is uploaded, and you can check it out there. And uh, once again, thank you to Tim the Tech who uh, uploads our episodes there and throws them some pictures and all that stuff when he has the chance to. He's a little behind right now because he doesn't get free time until uh, November 1st. So anyway, (laughs) we'll get there. We'll get there. He's a bad intern. (laughs) <laughs> he's a bad mouse fire intern uh, he's lucky he's not getting paid he actually just came back from san diego at, from uh, doing a show at the hard walk hotel wow. yeah cool. yeah and until next time remember when we tell you that disneyland today can't be trusted you believe us so for orson wells sabrina spellman and don blake i'm anthony i'm diggs bye, bye. <laughs> happy beeps This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Break that shit. <clears throat> Break it. Break it good. The World of Disney Store was officially opened to much fanfare. Fanfare? Monsters After Dark!